Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's World Gratitude Day, Tony. What are you thankful for? Tony Kornheiser, my health, my family, that I haven't fallen into an outhouse toilet while trying to retrieve an Apple Watch like that woman in Michigan. That's you know, brutal. These, that. these stories are now getting like these studies. You believe these stories? It used to always yes. be a Florida man. And now it's yes, spread out I around me. You this. believe this stuff? I believe she fell into an outhouse toilet. Yes, I believe that. I believe that Apple Watches are to blame for this. Do you have an Apple Watch, Mike? I don't have an Apple Watch. I got like a regular watch. We're in Shinola. Right here in the Midwest. Boys and girls. In today's episode, Dion's team heads to Oregon. Lionel Messi gets load managed, and the Mariners and Rangers are about to get very familiar. But we begin today with late news from Cowboys practice that star cornerback Trayvon Diggs went down with a serious knee injury. The NFL Network is reporting it's a torn ACL, which have put Diggs mm. out for the season. Mm. Cowboys defense has been stellar through two games, leading the league in fewest yards and points allowed. Wilbon, what impact could you see this having on the Cowboys? Well, Tony, I mean, losing a cornerback, teams now value cornerbacks, star cornerbacks like Trayvon Diggs, who has been a pro bowler, I think twice, been all pro once in the prime of his career, 25 years old. They view cornerbacks as more valuable than running backs. I mean, this is almost league-wide now. And so while I don't necessarily see it that way, teams do. And Trayvon Diggs, we don't talk about him as much as we talk about his brother, Stefan. Because Stefan's right. catching That's passes right. in the end zone more frequently. But 18 interceptions over the past three seasons, nothing to sneeze at. And, 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 and Trayvon may be as good as his brother. And these kids are yeah. from the DMV, from greater Washington, D.C., so you and I sort of pay a little bit more attention to them where we live. It's a big loss. But, Tony, even great defenses, I go back to this, the, 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 the gold standard, my 85 Bears, they lost two starters, and they kept going. They lost Todd Bell, and they lost Al Harris, two starters. And they kept trucking. They plugged, and they played. And the Dallas Cowboys yeah. have to consider they have depth. So they're going to have to do this without Trayvon Diggs. It's a loss. Will it hurt the defense? We don't know yet. Everything you said is good, and it is direct, and it is small picture, and I'm going to go big picture here. Okay. Because this is the story of this season so far. The Dallas Cowboys are the story. Cowboys. Because they went out, and they beat the two New York City teams by a total margin of 70 to 10. And Dak Prescott hadn't thrown an interception. And they are at the moment fulfilling the fantasy. Everybody knows the Cowboys. They're the biggest thing in the NFL. They are to the NFL and have been for years. What Deion Sanders is to college football right now. So this is even small news gets magnified, Mike, but this is real news. Yeah. This is real Tony, news because he is a, a great player. He great is. player. He is. Tony, but what but this is, this is people who love the Cowboys saying, Give me more of the Cowboys and people hate the Cowboys saying enough already with the Cowboys. The Cowboys are ahead of everybody right well, now, Mike. They're when they're ahead. this good, they are must-see, but they got to keep That's 11 right. on the field. As long as 11 is on the field, even though he can't go play corner, and he's wrecking right. even more emphasis on now him That's game right. wrecking so you don't have That's to rely right. on any one corner, but it's a big loss. I'm it just is. saying, I'm saying that this is – Everything is ginned up with the Cowboys, and when it's yep. real news, it's actually important. It is. Most is not important. Most is hype. Yeah. We move now to tonight's game, the Giants at 49ers. Saquon Barkley will not play for the Giants as they go on the road against the top team. Wilbon, do you give the Giants a big chance 
a little chance or no chance? Tony, I guess a slugger's chance or maybe the 49ers are just a little full of themselves, maybe. I mean, you can always have that uh, in the NFL, and you can always have weird factors come into play in these short weeks with these dumb Thursday night games. But I give them a small chance, a puncher's chance. Listen, I know that the, the Giants got smoked, you know, in week one. Yeah. And they didn't look too yeah. good for the first half of week two. But, yeah. Tony, we saw them come back. They are potent, at least potentially. Look, I think the 49ers are as good, every bit as good as the Cowboys, who we just praised to the heavens. So I'm going to give the Giants some chance, not much. I think I, I know I picked the 49ers in my confidence pool this week, and I think my confidence level is like a 12. They're not my 16-point game. So I give the Giants some, a little bit of chance to hang in there and steal something late. Hundreds of thousands of people wait on your confidence pool yes, every confidence week before pool, they have baby. their own. So it's good when you do that. I give the Giants no chance. None. Okay? And here's how I arrived at None. that. None. No chance. They're a 10-point underdog. If I gave them a big chance, I'd bet on them. If I gave them a little chance like you, I might try to work them into some exotic wager. But if you give them no chance, it's because you don't think they can win. I don't think they can win. I don't think, I don't they, think can they can win. get within 10. I don't think they can get within 12. Wow. They got destroyed by a good team. The Cowboys destroyed them. 40 nothing is unheard of with playoff teams. The next week, Arizona's a bad team. They had to have the franchise record comeback to beat a bad team. Now they're in there with a good team without their best player on the road on a short week. And then people say, well, Brian Dayball is going to call the plays. Let me ask you so? something. Is he calling them for the same players who were there the last two weeks? Yeah. Because yeah. unless they're bringing in new players, I don't think it's going to matter. That's where He's I stand right now. He's calling them for right Frank now. Gifford. He's calling them for no, I don't, Daniel yeah, Jones, I don't think, Tony, he I don't can think do enough, win. though, to threaten you. He can because he can make two That's or good. three big plays a game and have you in it. Yeah. But like you, I'm, I'm, sure. looking, I'm, I'm grasping at straws now. I'm looking for reasons to think tonight's game. The other team's really good. When it probably won't be. Yeah. Let's move now to the biggest ongoing story in college football. I might argue all the sports right now. Deion Sanders and his 19th-ranked Colorado team head west to face number 10 Oregon. In the following week, fifth-ranked USC with the Heisman Trophy winner come to Boulder. Tony, Colorado has already exceeded many expectations. So what, if anything, is riding on these next two games for Dion and his team? So let me say first, thank God we have a Dion story because I don't know how we could get through a day without a Dion story. We can't. Let me say after that, I, I mean, I think Dion has pretty much proven everything he's had to prove to this point. He has shown that he can attract and pick talent he has shown he can motivate players, all right? He is the singular story of college football to this point. Now, I will concede, Mike, that if Colorado gets rocked by Oregon and USC, scores like 45-10, that takes a little bloom off the rose. But I don't think Dion has to win these games. On the flip side, Mike, if Dion actually won these games, they would be the unanimous number one team in the country in the court of public opinion. And Dion should then run for president. He should offer every family in America a pair of sunglasses. And then he should stay by the phone, Mike, because the NFL is going to call if that happens. Yeah. It was interesting, Tony, to hear him say, he said multiple times this week, he's not interested in going to the NFL. You can say that now. 
Tony, what's at stake? Um, actually, if they win these two, two games, we're going to start talking about playoff. Yes, playoff. We're going to start talking about it. It's early still, right? And they still got some – they'd have some tough games left on the schedule. But, Tony, I look at this, and as hard as I've been cheering for Dion in Colorado, it's hard to see them winning both at Oregon and then beating SC. Um, they hard. don't run the ball Very particularly hard. effectively – defensively, they, they struggle. And one of the th- things I've, I've seen about Dion, which is great, is his and his staff's ability to sort of cover for what they may be vulnerable at. And that's great coaching. Nick Saban talked about this on the record from Tuscaloosa this week, talking about how good a coach he thinks Dion is. And he's talking about tactically here. And when Nick Saban say, says this stuff, you have to listen. So, Tony, the playoffs could be at stake. If they win these two games... If people think this is a movement now, Tony, I don't see them winning both these games. But Dion has, yes, as you've said, he's really gone a long way to proving his initial and original point already. I I want to stress one thing. I want to stress this. Colorado was 1-11 last year. Their margin of defeat was 350 points in 12 games. They were widely considered the worst Power 5 team in the country. If Dion won three games this year, it'd be a success. He's already won three. Okay, yeah. let's, let's move on. Lionel Messi, your boy. Played 37 minutes last night as Inter-Miami beat Toronto FC. Messi was removed with what was called muscle fatigue. After the game, the Inter-Miami coach ruled Messi out of this Sunday's MLS game. There's speculation that Messi is being saved for next Wednesday's, Wednesday's U.S. Open Cup final against Houston. So, Wilbon, are you okay with Inter-Miami load-managing Messi? Yeah, Tony, if you put that, that phrase on it, load management is loaded. It's a loaded phrase. I mean, it's particularly in America where we associate it most frequently with the NBA and its big stars, its biggest stars. But, Tony, at Messi's age and the amount he's played over the last year plus, I mean, he played a season at PSG, you know, then – he winds up playing World Cup, Tony. He played in the maximum number of games because they won. That's right. And so, right. Then he, so then he goes back in the club play. He's playing MLS. He's playing for Argentina. He's, I mean, he's playing so much that I wouldn't call it load management. I'd call it smart to try to rest Messi when you can. And let's just hope it's just muscle fatigue. Let's hope, given the way he's yeah. played, the level he's played internationally is not more than that. So I'm waiting for the MLS commissioner, Don Garber, because I'm sure he's talking to Adam Silver about load management plan here. Um, I I tend to agree with what you're He's 36 years old. That's old for soccer. He hasn't had the usual amount of time off he's had. He hasn't just missed MLS games. He's missed an Argentinian game, a, a World Cup qualifier game at Bolivia. And, you know, Look, everybody thought he'd retire after the World Cup, so every game he's got now is basically gravy. And again, I will stress that he's old, and let's look at Max Scherzer, and let's look at Aaron Rodgers and what happens to old athletes. But I will say this, Mike. I will say that if I had a ticket to this Sunday game, I'd go. I'd feel bad because this is maybe the only time I will see him live. And what I'm hoping for is that when Messi says... With about 25 minutes to go, is put me in, coach. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Right? Something Tony, like that. Tony, absolutely. And you want to pay. I, look, I'd pay good money to see Messi. And you'd be disappointed if he doesn't. But it's not, man, yes. load management. Load management is such a four-letter word. It is. Let's take a break. Well, load is. Coming up, Ohio State and Notre Dame play a huge game on Saturday. But 
Is Ole Miss Alabama even more intriguing? Alabama. I have to say, that was a funny line. Load is. That's a four-letter word. Come on, that was funny. Hyphen. You're not laughing like you used to. After a four-letter word. You don't love me anymore? I'm funny. Come on. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best, too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino, so order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right, it's bespoke without the premium price tag. Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at $89. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code PTI. It's time for toss-up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, then realize we already played this game on Tuesday. Ah, What's first? Toss-up. More interesting game this weekend. Number six, Ohio State at number nine, Notre Dame. Or number 15, Ole Miss at number 13, Alabama. Mike, I would not have said this last year or the year before that, maybe not in any of the 15 or 16 previous seasons that Nick Saban coached at Alabama because he made Alabama great again. But something is odd this year. You know, they're juggling quarterbacks. They seem vulnerable. They're not great. Um, and and Missis- not Mississippi shouldn't be in there. Early- right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So earlier this season, he lost to one of his former offensive coordinators, Steve Sarkeesian in Texas. Now he faces another former offensive coordinator in Lane Kiffin. If Alabama loses this game, Mike, they're out of the playoffs. Neither Notre Dame nor Ohio State face that jeopardy because they don't have any losses to this point. So while I will watch that game, and I'll root for Notre Dame because kids who grow up in New York always root for Notre Dame, I think the other game's actually more interesting. It's interesting about kids in New York rooting for Notre Dame. You grew up in New York, you root for Notre Dame. I grew up, my parents' house is 91 miles from South Bend. I I know the distance. That's how many times I've made the drive in my life, Tony, to South Bend. Look, Ohio State is less arrogant than usual because they know they're not great either. There's no great team in college football. So it's, it's interesting, Tony, how this matchup, which would have favored heavily, I don't know what the spread is, I don't care, but this, would have, this circumstance would have favored Ohio State across the last 10 to 15 years. 
right now it seems more even than that. It seems like Notre Dame is just on even footing with Ohio State. This game, as you mentioned, is in South Bend. I'm going to watch this game with total fascination. I think the winner of it has a really good shot, given what's left, at being in the playoff, Tony. And I don't know that Alabama has that because they have the one loss. So I'm going to say Notre Dame, Ohio State, total regional bias for me, just like yours, weirdly enough, is regional bias for you with Notre Dame. Yeah. What's next? Toss-up. Starting tomorrow, they play each other seven times over the last ten games. Which team are you favoring, the Mariners or the Rangers? My instinct is to favor Texas. They've already beaten Seattle five out of six times. But all of those games, Mike, were before the All-Star break, before Seattle got hot. I would favor Texas because Bruce Bochy is the manager and he's got a nose for the playoffs. I might favor Texas because the games where they don't play Seattle, they play the Angels, which feels like a give-up situation now. Whereas Seattle, the games they don't play Texas, they play Houston. And Houston, you know, is going to try to win every single game out there. Um, It's the best race. Three teams separated by half a game. My hesitation on Texas is that Scherzer can't pitch. So I'm going to say something you never hear on ESPN in answer to this question. I'm not sure. (laughs) No, you never hear that. Everybody's sure. Tony, how dare you take this question and not have a hot take? You don't have one of those? Um, Tony, I'm going to go with Seattle for one primary reason. They got the team best ERA in baseball at 3.70. And they got about the fourth or fifth best bullpen. So, I mean, this time of year, we're starting it. We're not in October yet, but we're moving to the case. I know we've had some teams involved in races like the Cubs with these 14 to one. And then last night they gave up 13 and you can have some wild swinging games, but Seattle's got these last 10 and these are a big 10 games for their history, modern history of that franchise. Cause Tony, they've had some of these stretches late and they faltered. They haven't come through going back some years. So I'm going to go with Seattle and that, that staff, ERA and count on them to be able to handle both the Rangers well, they were playoff, and Houston. They were a playoff team last year. And they were, they were last year. but to play a they playoff know. team this year, they're going to have to withstand quite a schedule in those last 10 games. We're moving on. Let's take one last break. Still to come, should we believe the Bears GM when he says no one is panicking? And by no one, he means maybe himself. The yeah. Pacers may trade, but he heal. Where would he have some impact? I can think of a few places. I can't. You love Buddy Heald, right? I like Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald fan. Yes, yes, that is true. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Happy time, people. Happy 60th birthday, Cecil Fielder. Cecil Fielder and his son, Prince Fielder, were big-time power hitters. Cecil led the American League twice in home runs in 1990 and 91 when he was with the Tigers. Those two seasons, Cecil had 95 home runs and 265 RBI. In 1990, he had his best home run total, 51. Prince led the National League in homers once when he hit 50 for the Brewers in 2007. Remarkably, Cecil and Prince finished their careers with the exact same amount of home runs, 319. Cecil was a three-time All-Star, led the American League in RBI three different times, and he was on the Yankees' 1996 World Series champions, batted 391 in that series. Tony Prince is just 39 years old now. I mean, if for those of us who thought he might stick around not only to break the tie with his pops, but maybe hit another 100-plus, 150 home runs, a neck injury essentially forced him out early at like 32 years old, which is too bad. We got to see that stadium in Detroit, that great old, was it Briggs it was called at one point? Briggs. That stadium in Detroit when, when Cecil was playing, the new stadium, eh, it's fine. It's not as interesting, not nearly. Not so happy anniversary Auburn. On this day 27 years ago, the Tigers hosted LSU in what Auburn fans retur- referred to as the barn burner game. Not because of the close loss to LSU, but because there was literally a massive fire burning just yards from Jordan-Hare Stadium which was packed with 85,000 people. A four-alarm fire that destroyed the old Auburn Sports Arena, which was nicknamed The Barn. Investigators concluded the tailgaters likely left their barbecue charcoal too close to the building, which is now a parking deck. Fire department used so many hydrants fighting the fire that the football stadium lost water pressure in the bathrooms, Uh, making a bad situation worse. How did that evacuate the football stadium? Have you ever been to Jordan Hare, Tony? It's my favorite stadium in football, Jordan Hare at Auburn. It's like a Roman Coliseum. What is it called it's just Jordan great. Hare? Jordan, 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 not Jordan. Well, you know. Happy trails to Indiana for Buddy Heald. According to The Athletic, Heald and the Pacers are talking about a potential trade for the 30-year-old guard. Heald is reportedly open to playing elsewhere. There, there is nothing current or specific with another team. Pacers offered Heald an extension recently that he reportedly didn't love. He's in the last year of a contract that will pay him $19.2 million. Heald is the NBA leader in made three-point shots over the last five seasons, ahead of Steph Curry and Damian Lillard. He averaged 16.8 points last season. He shot 42.5% from three. Indiana, great three-point shooting team led by Heald. Benedict Matherin has sort of made him expendable there. I'd pick up Buddy Heald in a heartbeat. 
Let's go to the big finish if we could. Let's NL side contender Justin Steele of the Cubs gave up six earned over three. Your thoughts? Yeah, his side chances and the Cubs' chances of making the playoffs have both just seemingly walked out the back door. It's too bad. He's had a great season. Vlad Jr. sat out last night's game with a right knee discomfort. You concerned? Yeah, he's out again tonight. He's a great player, and they're in the wild card race. They need him. That has to be concerning. The yeah. Sun eliminated the Lynx, will now face the Liberty. Is that a good matchup? I know the Liberty won all four matchups in the regular season, but I think it is a good matchup. College football tonight, Georgia State at Coastal Carolina. You staying up late for that one? No. Last one. <laughs> I'm giving you time. Bears GM Ryan Pohl says no one in his building is panicking. You believe that, Mr. Bear? I don't care about the building. In the building I'm sitting in, I'm panicked. <laughs> and most of us that walk around Chicago on a rainy, cloudy day, we're panicked or close to it. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Bears at Chiefs, and we're not panicked? I'm panicked. Now, Tony, you're sports. You look good panicked. It suits you. <laughs>